When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! Hi. I'm Griffin. And I'm Steve, and I'm Bones. And this is Killed to Death, the improvised true crime podcast. The only show with many episodes. That's true. We still hold the title for many, many episodes. E- manyest. <laughs> manyest recorded, um, which everyone's gunning for it. But uh, good luck, because we do one a week. And uh, there's no segue to this besides Ooh. maybe you're near a window. Look outside. You might have noticed darkness. It's not, it's not exactly uh, the weather you expect in this season. Um, maybe We've had oh yeah, a very warm winter so far. It's a green Christmas. It's not exactly uh, you know the romantic flurries of snow that you'd hope it would be. But uh, we're here to help. There's uh, there are ways to still make it fun. There are ways to still embrace the winter uh, despite not having the, the the charm of the snow falling. Uh my tip instead of building a, a snowman build a man mm, like a wicker man yeah like a wicker man like a burning a man frankenstein <laughs> oh yes that's true you can frankenstein a man uh but be warned he won't know what anything is and he'll be scared be warned he will have a crisis you will have to chase him around europe <laughs> he'll go off running around i'm not really sure what he wants love probably and uh, so you're going to have to contend with that, which doesn't normally happen with the snowman because uh, they melt. So Yeah, as soon as they start asking questions, throw Spring. them in the fire. <laughs> yeah, they normally melt when chucked into a fire. Uh, and Frankenstein, that, well, that won't happen with your Frankenstein man because he's too again, powerful. He's running. <laughs> you can't catch him or throw him. But that's What's a good funny tip. is... Um, Imagine Frankenstein from movies with the arm outstretched and like the lumbering, like oh yes, um, but running away from you as he explores Europe. <laughs> that is fun. That's fun. <laughs> and then the doctor chasing after him with his arms out the same way. That's where he learned <laughs> yeah. how to run <laughs> from dad. Oh yeah, do you think that's actually just Victor Frankenstein's running <laughs> form? I think that's how Victor Frankenstein runs, and that he just learned like a kid. He mimicked. You know, he mimicked what his parents did. Anyways, and that's my tip. Life. A great Create tip. It. Create life. Uh, let it live. My tip is a, a bit of a simpler one, and it's um, stay inside and uh, mm. surround yourself with as many screens as possible, and ideally put on uh, videos of snow falling. Oh, yeah. To We're in kind an of create like an immersive experience. It can, it can be that realistic. You could wear VR goggles. 
you could uh, buy enough screens that you could kind of create a, a sort of Las Vegas sphere in your own home and surround yourself with oh. the winter scene. And to all our Las Vegas listeners, Hello. head over to the sphere. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Las Vegas, yet again, not a white Christmas this year. So they're more than ever looking for somewhere where they can sit and watch the snowfall. Mm. So sad to be that. Do you think it'd be a bit sad as two people who have grown up in a place with uh, so many white Christmases? Wouldn't you find that a bit sad living somewhere where you didn't have any snow any year and you never knew you knew there never would be? I mean, I you could always go somewhere for Christmas, if like, and I'm sure that one Christmas would be nice. You'd be like, "Whoa, look! There is, in fact, thing. They could, it gets on the ground, like in movies. It gets on the ground. <laughs> oh, you get stupider that year too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hit your head on the airplane door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your tip. <laughs> yeah, and then my final tip. If you kind of want to go through it in a haze, you don't want to deal with uh, the thought of impending global warming. Hit your head on a door. <laughs> Airplane doors are the best. They're a little bigger. Um, you're going to get a solid seen, bonk. Have you seen yeah. Napoleon yet? No, have you? Yeah. It's so funny. And there's uh, at what, like everyone in that movie. they fight on the ice. They're all like a bumbling boob, every character. <laughs> and at one point, for no reason, I don't know why it's in the movie, but someone like tells an English commander like, hey, watch your head on the door. And then the English commander bonks his head off the door and they don't address anything else. And it's awesome. That's the vibe of it. And that's, it made me laugh so much in theaters. That's really unexpected, I'm going to be honest. Uh, as far as Ridley Scott movies go, I don't I don't consider them to be uh, funny. But that makes me want to see it more. But this isn't uh, Griffin and Steve Guess the Movie. A different no, podcast you'd have to subscribe movies. to uh, Sonar Plus on Apple Podcasts to hear more stuff like that. No, instead, this is a show where we solve murders. So, Steve, what's your final tip? Oh, okay. Uh, final tip, uh, get a pogo. Pogo's, uh, I was going to say pogo stick, stick, but I stopped it at pogo. So, you know what? Get the hot dog, actually. Uh, you can feel that kind of carnival fun. Just embrace the summer. Just skip yeah. winter altogether. Summer is fun. It won't freeze outside this year. Finally, you can uh, you can eat your bogo outside in peace. So embrace that. So, Steve, speaking of us solving a murder on this show, that was a much better segue, and I shouldn't have thrown to you for one last tip. I just don't want you to get Why? screwed my out last, of a tip. My last pogo tip was really good, so I think you were right <laughs> were to do it. Were we supposed to be doing pogo tips this whole Wait, time? Were we supposed to be doing good ones? <laughs> you, because you, you're the only one who actually managed to accomplish that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't tell you the secret. Uh, the secret open to this episode was Poco tips, so I win. The victim, Celia Adams, found dead in an observatory. Today's guest, Alphonse Martin, astronomer who found Celia's body. Alphonse, hello. Yeah, uh, hello. Am I coming through? All right. Yes, yes, yeah, you're tapping yes. on your screen there. Yes, <laughs> you don't hello? have to do that. That won't help. Hi. That's, is this okay? Is this on? not like a Wi-Fi thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not, you're coming in perfectly clear. Okay, great news. Great news. Do you, do you have a title? Are you like a, a Dr. Martin? Should I be using something else? It is a doctor. I'm a doctor of a professor of astrophysics and I have a doctorate in astro wow. astro uh, astro astronomy and uh, astrobiology, which hasn't come in handy yet because we haven't found anything. But that but would when be, it does, yeah. there's going to be very few people qualified like you oh, are. I'll be the guy if that day comes, that's for sure. Is that what your field of astronomy is mainly like? focused on, is finding life elsewhere? 
Well, we're fi- trying to find, I mean, everybody hopes to find life out in the stars at some point, but uh, it's about uh, mapping the universe, looking for new things. We find new things every day, stars, comets, galaxies, uh, nebula, all sorts of things. And um, we're constantly looking up, always looking up for a new thing. Okay, that's mainly where in the sky your focus is. Well, we have to, yeah. There's no sense pointing that telescope at your feet. Is that kind of day one at uh, school? But that's the first lesson yeah. of the class. Mostly when I used to teach back in the day, I would say, always point, point one, telescope up, and they'd all laugh. <laughs> what is the newest discovery you've made, speaking of? Well, we found um, a, a large linking uh, kind of a belt of energy links most of the known galaxies. We've been able to map oh. a belt of energy around uh, the universe, uh, kind of connecting us all, which is so we are connected through this uh, energy belt to galaxies far, far away. We're all connected in the universe in some way. Now, that seems like a pretty big discovery. Yeah. Massive. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we put we put the news out. Uh, we let people know, uh, but uh, we're kind of buried in the back. No one cares about science news in the papers and stuff. You'd all rather read about the Taylor Swift and her football boyfriend rather than the science news. But uh, yes, this was very recently. And uh, and that's pretty interesting, you know, to think that we're all connected, much like we are connected on this call. Uh, we are connected through the universe as well. Yeah. Speaking of, what do you think of the Chiefs this year? Well, I'm not much of a football guy. Um, oh, what did you I think of the Eras tour? Have a, yeah, did have you a see granddaughter. I did, Well, I took my granddaughter to go see the Eras movie. Uh, couldn't get the tickets to the to the concert because, boy, that's a lot of people in one spot. But um, uh, we went to the movie, and she seemed to like that. And she has all the the records and listens to those. So uh, when when we when I visit my granaughter, she's blaring that she's a Swifty. <laughs> she's a Swifty. What <laughs> album is your someone favorite? Who could, oh, sorry. Oh, go on. <laughs> oh, I'm a red guy. I'm a red guy. Uh, that's my favorite. Uh, I keep it on in the in the uh, office, and uh, while we're looking, it's, it's it helps to have some oh. sort of something going sure. on in the lab when we're upstairs in the in the uh, in the, uh, the oh gosh yeah the tower we just play it all the you time call it we play lab. it all the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, we play the, the lab and the office. We play all sorts of music, and whenever it's my day, I put on the red. Wow. Well, I'm sure you you are also dealing a lot in the infrared spectrum. Yeah, well, that was initially a joke that I'd made, but nobody seemed to care for it. Oh, damn. Did it do better this time? No. Okay. And Steve, sorry, what was your question? Well, my question was going to be an equally uh, bad joke. I was going to say, you know better than el- anyone else how to uh, spot a star. So would you say uh, oh, yeah. Taylor you Swift has got that, that it Swift factor? With, <laughs> you can see that Taylor Swift without a telescope, I'll okay. tell you that much. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so where do you work? Uh, when I imagine an observatory, I think I'm wrongly imagining like a planetarium, but I don't think that's yeah. right. No, I, and a lot of people, when they think of an observatory, they think of that big cartoon dome yeah, uh, oh yeah. with a huge telescope <laughs> that's what sticking out of it. Uh, and that's precisely what it is. We have an observatory up on the top of a hill, big round old dome. They really haven't advanced observatory technology because really all you need to do is point a telescope up. So it's just a matter of rotating it around the, the top of the roof, rotates with the telescope and we just have to point it in the upward direction like i said step one look up and uh and we're trying to map it so it's slow moving uh we we also try to 
increase the power of our telescope every so often to get it to look further into the universe, and that's how we discover things further away. How's that work? And, how, and do how's that? Yeah, yeah, how do you make it? How do you make it power more powerful? Oh, yeah, more powerful, bigger lenses, more computational. You know, back in the day, a telescope was just a series of lenses, and it still is, but now there's a lot of computers behind it, a lot of technology, and the more powerful computers get, the more powerful all our telescopes get. Plus, we have the Hubble telescope that we can relay a signal to and then use it as the telescope from space. It's very, very complicated stuff, but it's just a, it's kind of a slingshot effect that we relay signals back and forth. I'm curious, do you believe that there is life out there? Do you think you're going to come across it one day? Well, I mean, I hope so. I hope before I'm uh, turned into energy myself, I guess, or fertilizer, however you want to look at it. Uh, when fertilizer. I'm gone, yeah, fertilizer. We firmly believe fine. on this pod that everyone is fertilizer. Yeah, true. Uh, and we will be. But uh, I like to think that as we've discovered we're all connected uh, through the universe, I like to think that somewhere out there, one day, <laughs> I've often said, we're looking through the telescope and someone's going to see just an eye looking back at us. It'd be nice to, it would freak us out, of course, we'd all lose our minds, but <laughs> it'd be nice to know. I like to think someone else is out there trying to look for us. So at some point we'll find each other and it'll be a real, uh, what's my daughter, <laughs> my granddaughter says in the movies, it's a meat cute. We'll have a meat yeah. cute in space. <laughs> I, I did a few astronomy courses in university and so it's always oh. something that uh, made me think I know more than I do. And so you turn to crime solving? Yeah, I turn to a podcast where we don't really make uh, money. <laughs> oh, well. Well, it takes a long time to make any money as an astronomer. Let me tell yeah, you right now. How do you make now, money uh, as an astronomer? It's just a fair. There's no real. Um, you don't get paid more. It's just kind of steady. And uh, and then you discover things and people go, oh, good. And then maybe after that, someone at another school or at another laboratory goes, we'll pay you five extra dollars to come over here. And then you go, OK. And then you move over there. Do you is there a market for like selling those scoops to TMZ? Oh, I don't think they cover astronomy or science news. I think they're a little busy chasing ambulances and trying to crack off pictures of famous people. <laughs> they don't care about they don't care about astronomy over at the TMZ, do they? Well, well I mean, tried. If you... I, no, I will say, you know, you're not wrong. I have not tried. Perhaps I should try and sell a few science uh, stories to the TMZ. You could sell exclusive photos. They love those, and it could be an exclusive pick from your telescope. Oh. I'll lure them in by asking them if they want some exclusive photos of stars. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, you never know. <laughs> so tell us about Celia Adams. Oh, Celia was a fantastic astronomer, uh, younger, uh, just kind of new to the to the uh, to the lab, to the observatory, to the office, um, but always fascinated with what we were working on. Uh, it's always good to have a fresh mind in the in the observatory and in, in the office, right when I, someone like me who gets tired because I'm quite old, uh, she'll be like, no, we could push on for another couple hours. And you mm -hmm. know, she, she just a lot of fun to have around. Really I'm push shocked. your limits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm no, I need I to go shocked. home. <laughs> I was shocked to discover the body. I, I should say, uh, apparently it had been there quite a while, uh, which... Yeah, which I think is our fault, being astronomers, we're always looking up. No one bothered to look down. She was just laying there for hours and hours and hours, and we just didn't know she, anybody was even there. We even called her name at one point, trying to find her. There's Celia, and she just never came. So this and was during somebody, a working day, and you were all milling about. We all came in. We all 
turned on the equipment and fired up the telescope and Throw we're all on some looking music. up. Absolutely. Threw on, I think it was, uh, I think it was Duran Duran Day. And it was just, uh, the, everybody's looking up. We just never looked down. And apparently her body had been there on the floor the, for hours. And who was it? You who like discovered what was going on at first? It was me. Uh, fortunately, I dropped the pen, and then I went to pick it up, and I saw Celia's foot, and I was like, "Well, that's not supposed to be there." And then well, the I foot followed can the be. foot. No, the, the, but the that's the like one part on that can be down there. Not on that floor. Not on our floor. We don't keep feet there. And so then I was looking around, and I saw the rest of the body, and went, "Oh, Celia's been here the whole time." And then wake up, Celia. It turns out she wasn't asleep. So I don't know. We don't know how she got there. We don't know how long she'd been there. The The coroner's report would probably tell you guys all you need to know. But we just, it was an absolute shocker to us to find that Celia had uh, uh, left us. Had she been there working with you at some point that day? Had you made any contact with her or could this have been from the night before? This, well, we saw her the night before and, you know, she said, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to work late. And I'm like, well, you young people have the energy. I sure don't. So I left. I think we all left except her. She was really, you know, concentrating and thought, oh, I'm going to find something tonight. She had that feeling, you know, uh, sometimes mm. you, mm-hmm. as an astronomer, you get the feeling like, oh, I'm going to find that thing time, that thing I'm looking for. You know, uh, when you're young and impressionable, you think one day I'm going to n- find a comet no one's ever seen before and I'm going to name it. You know, or I'm going to find a planet mm-hmm. or a moon and I'm going to name it. Uh, so I used to joke, it's not going to be called Celia's Comet. It's going to have some crazy numbers and letters in its name, like X-23 or whatever. But she's like, oh, no, I'm going to call it Celia's whatever I find, Celia's Nebula. And she just always wanted to stay late and look. So we had all gone home. And then I assumed she went home. But I guess at some point, perhaps earlier that morning or later the night before, who knows? And did, was there any indication that she did make a discovery? Were there notes? Was there anything written anywhere? No, uh, she keeps immaculate notes and they were all still there. So I don't think, um, I'm not sure anybody would try and steal research. <laughs> I don't think anybody TMZ. was after a discovery. Well, maybe TMZ. Well, I haven't called them yet. So, um, <laughs> all right. But, uh, but <laughs> I don't will. really think, I don't really think anyone was after her research. It just seemed it was all still there and fine. Like whoever came in and did this did not care for her research. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Did it say on the notes, what was she last working on? What was she looking for? She was looking past Saturn. And I think she was trying to find another ring. She had talked many times about a ring. Celia's ring. That could be, it could be. Uh, She was always saying she was looking for a ring. And so I thought maybe, uh, she was pointing the, the telescope at Saturn and looking to see if there was a faint extra ring there that no one had seen before. Or she it was... seems like pretty obvious to me that we would have found it by now. You know, oh, we look at it every day or past it every day. But I think that was her idea. It was like, we look past it so often. We got to start looking at the things we have been looking past for a while. Wow. Have you found anything? Is there a Dr. Martin's comet out there? <laughs> no, no. There's a few numbered items. Uh, there's uh, uh, w- One time I found a, something I thought was a new moon uh, for uh, for Pluto. Pluto's already kind of a not a planet. That's a whole other story oh, about whether yeah. Pluto's a planet or not. But well, I found not, one right? of Pluto. <laughs> well, it's not now, no, but it was for a while. Like I've been, I've ridden that whole roller coaster my whole <laughs> career. Uh, but uh, I thought one time I found an extra moon. Uh, for it but it was a smudge on the lens the whole time oh okay did you get to name the smudge <laughs> i had called it uh 
I wanted to call it, <laughs> I wanted to call it Alphonse Moon or uh, Alphonse the Moon. I had all sorts of different ideas. And then when the smudge came up, they, they all joked it was called Alphonse the Smudge. And I was like, oh, great, here it goes. And then for the next however many years, my nickname was the Smudge for a long time. You guys are nuts. You guys oh, over there. You, wait, you, you can't imagine an astronomer's party. Oh, God, the lights go out immediately. It's crazy. Because <laughs> you all want to go home? <laughs> Well, no, we all want to see out the windows oh, to see okay. the stars. And so if it's good weather, we should, we go outside, but it's hard to see stars with the lights on. That's that's step two of the, that's the second lesson is you got to turn the lights off if you want to see the stars. Now, when you say that we've seen the coroner's report, you're assuming we have access to that and that we can yeah. read and a bunch of stuff about us. That well, might I was not told be you true. were investigators. Yeah. Well, is that's, this not true? Well, yeah. We're asking a bunch we of questions. We are asking questions. Oh, good. Well, I I don't really know. Uh, she just see. I didn't personally when I saw the body. I mean, you're not supposed to touch it when you find a body, of course. But uh, when I when I did see it and found it, I mean, I mean, I picked up a pencil or my pen rather. And uh, story's and then, full of uh, holes. <laughs> well, sorry, I, just I joke to say all that. the time. I should use a pen. Uh, <laughs> my friend says you should use a pencil, and I would. When my younger days, I go pencils are for people who make mistakes. Wow, I would say that. Wow, uh, but uh, oh no, I just have a lucky pen. Uh, and so a bunch anyway, of white hairs. Yeah, oh, yeah, so much. Um, so anyway, I uh, pick up the pencil. I find Celia's body. It, I didn't see blood. I didn't see anything uh, gross. It just looked like Celia was asleep. Um, but uh, I and like her research was all intact. Uh, so who knows? And I don't know who has access to the lab. Uh, I mean, the cleaning people, the janitors, I suppose, do. Uh, other scientists, visiting scientists, people interested in science come in and out all day. So it's very difficult to say who was there. Anyone interested in science can just walk in and out of the lab as they please. Field trips. Uh, there's always an open door for field trips. I don't think there was a field trip between midnight and the opening. That's the our, time to see stars. Start of though. our work day. It is the time to see stars. You're absolutely right. But we were headed home at, do- uh, at dawn. Our, our, our hours are weird. Uh, so uh, I was headed home at dawn and it was going to come back. That, but some point between when I went home and came oh. back in the next day. So it would have been during really... Uh, what and me and Steve know is day that mm. this would have happened. Oh, yes. We tend to work at night. Right. I mean, we do some hours before sunset and some hours after dawn. But uh, I had gone home uh, at dawn that day. I was very tired. It's very tiring uh, to just be staring and get a crick in your neck from looking up all well, the yeah, time. You're, you're an old, old man. Absolutely. In your spare I'm a very, time, I do, do you do? I like to say I'm a youthful 82, but uh, I'm just an old man who's 82. You're not even youthful for an 82 No, not at all. I'm quite, I'm quite elderly. Quite elderly. Do you do things in your uh, day time then that are well, often involving I, I, when looking I, when down? I have my, when I'm not there all the time, uh, I like to, I mean, I'm always looking up. I'm interested. I like, a, I like to go uh, to a hot air balloon show. I like to go to, I like to sit at the airport and watch the planes land a few mm, times. This is even more but, looking uh, up though. You're going to Yeah, but, uh, but when I'm not prick. looking up, I'm trying to keep myself active because uh, sitting and staring upwards is a bit difficult all the time. So I, I've started playing pickleball. Everybody's playing pickleball. So I started playing pickleball. I'm not good at it. <laughs> but guess what? You don't have to be. That's the best part. No, as long as you're having fun. Absolutely. I have a great time. That's why I always liked curling. Oh, curling. Oh, curling. In my youth, I used to curl quite a bit. Oh, you aged it's out a young of it. man's game. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a young man's game. You could curl forever. You kind of don't have to retire, but there's a point where you're like, these things are hard to push. They're very heavy. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. A little. 
<laughs> well, they're stones. I'm used to they seeing weightless ice. ones traveling through the air. That's true. And these ones on the ground, and you got to push them on the ice. It's, uh, I never understood the sweeping. I will say that. I never understood the sweeping part of it. I just like to push the rocks, and then people would go, hurry. And I'm like, it's going pretty slow. I don't know why you're yelling hurry. Oh, but, you think uh, they were yelling at the rock? <laughs> I thought they were yelling at me. Uh, pers- I was taking it very personally. So you were throwing the next rock already. I was like, well, okay, I guess I'll rush in and how many do I throw? And it was very confusing, but I like watching that now on the television. And uh, but yeah, pickleball is my big thing right now. I really enjoy it. Last uh, the last night when everyone else left the lab and yeah. Celia was still there, were you? Would you have been the last one to lock up, or was there other people who stayed behind? I think uh, we were leaving. There's but there's always three or four of us in the lab, so I was leaving, and the other two, Gary and and Kevin were leaving, but the janitorial staff, they come in in the morning, and that's when we leave. We see them coming in. But you've never understood the sweeping. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, and I'd never say, no, I see the janitorial staff on the way in. I say hello, and they say hello back, and they say, did you find any aliens today? And I go, oh, yeah, we did. Look out. And we laugh. <laughs> and then they go, ah! <laughs> well, I think the first day they did this. They haven't since. Uh, but uh, we were leaving. They were coming in. And Celia was still there. And then coming back in the, the next night around 5 o'clock-ish, we just assumed Celia would be in soon. We never saw her. And then finally, like I said, I dropped my pen and finally looked down. And there she was. Now, that is curious to me that the janitorial staff was there. Yeah. do you? Because they would have seen the body all, all day at some point, presumably. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, but they 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 finish around two or three in the afternoon, and then uh-huh. they come back in the next morning super early. So uh, so if Celia maybe, had been working have... that late, like all oh, through yeah. the morning, all through it, the afternoon? Well, if I'm, I, it's very possible. She did spend uh, all night there sometimes and well into the next day, but... I would assume that if the janitors haven't, if you haven't talked to the janitors yet, we the might. janitors we might. leave uh, around two or three, and then we come in around five. So this could have happened after the janitors left since they didn't find anything, but before we came in. Do you know one of their names? Well, yes. Uh, there's Antoine, uh, and there's, uh, what's his name? He's a lovely, lovely man. I talk to him every day. Uh, ha- Halmar, his name's Halmar. Uh, he's is a that foreign like Icelandic? fellow. I may, maybe, I think so. It uh, probably but is. Uh, yeah, uh, they're all. The, we've had a few janitors over the years, but these two guys, uh, 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 Halmar and, uh, and Antoine, they're quite, they're quite good. They're very good at their job. Uh, I, they used to, I think, they used to work at a high school, a local high school, and then that's they came where you in get one your reps day. in as a janitor. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot less. <laughs> I remember Antoine one time said, "There's a lot less puke to clean up at the observatory than there is at a high school." <laughs> this is probably top tier kind of place to clean as well. You got to be very careful. You got to be very good at what you yeah. do. There's equipment. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, you want to um, nudge the, the telescope? When I found that, when I found that smudge, that guy's long been fired for leaving a smudge uh part of the part of the janitor's routine is cleaning the telescopes and everything Ooh, so wow, okay. they are in the room important. they do come in the room so that's why i thought they it shouldn't was be weird the ones that, to uh, clean the telescopes no <laughs> well, well they're trained well okay. we train them they go through a rigorous training process to clean the scientific equipment the way we like and 
yeah, no, they're quite good at their jobs. Well, then I hope I do get to talk to one of these janitors. Maybe uh, he'll be helpful. Oh, I hope so too. There, <laughs> watch out for that. Watch out for that Antoine. He's a he's a crack up. I'll tell you, he's very very funny. Oh no, Halmar's coming. <laughs> what we're gonna do is take a quick break. When we come back, hopefully we can help figure out what happened to Celia. And we are back on Kill to Death. I'm still here with my co-host, Steve. Correct. How are you, you doing? You wouldn't know to look at me? No, that's how I fi- actually knew. Oh, okay. So you'd know it to, to look at me. You're back home in Kingston, it seems. As uh, yeah. the, Oh, check out our Instagram, Kill to Death Podcast, <laughs> uh, where you can see this screenshot from this episode. You might notice Steve's background is different. Yeah, you've never... Have you done a remote one at your home in Barrie? Yeah, I did one for my dad's office. Oh, that's right. I do recall that. The guest, Sarah Bennett. <laughs> the year? Last year, maybe. <laughs> We're also still here with astronomer, Dr. Alphonse Martin. Hi, am I still on? Am I still here? You are still here. Listeners okay, on our screenshot good. might notice you do look like an astronomer in your screen as well. You look oh, like someone yeah, who's yeah. on a show talking about space. That is true. I look like I'm flo- floating through space. You can see huh? a little Chiron coming up at the bottom there. Astronomer. <laughs> Spaceman. Spaceman. Is that what you'd like to be called? Is that yeah, have you ever wanted to go, to go to space yourself? Oh, yes. In my youth, there was a lot of like, oh, I've seen a lot of the stars. It'd be great to go out and get a closer look. But then you realize, well, they're very far away. Yeah, they wouldn't look that much closer. No, they'd look pretty much... I mean, other than the moon. The moon looks a little different mm. from the pictures I've seen. I've never gone. And I think uh, now that they're going back, I've missed my shot at going. I think I'm a little too... I'm not going to make the physical correctly. You know, I'm, I won't make it health-wise to get to the moon with the new crew going there. But uh, they always say they want to colonize the moon and live on the moon. And I'm like, oh, go ahead. Well, sounds like a job for an astrobiologist. Well, I haven't found anything up there yet, but if they ever do, ho, ho, I might be the guy they call. But uh, you ever thought about like sneaking a worm onto like a the next moon probe? <laughs> we have uh, some back in my college days. We did sneak. We <laughs> it makes me laugh to think about it. We we snuck a box of special K cereal uh, onto the onto one of the rockets going up towards the moon, and it burst. And there was cereal all oh, just floating around. Oh, oh, it was so funny. You guys are nuts. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, the things we got up to in, in college were unbelievable. Turned off the lights. That's Hey, that's how the party starts. Uh, now, Alphonse, you were working at an observatory. Where is this, actually? Uh, this observatory is just outside of, uh, just outside of Washington, D.C., in, the, in the kind of West Virginia area mm-hmm. sure uh, i guess the appalachians you, you get some yes so we there. have a it's not quite like a mountain uh they call it a hill but uh, it's <laughs> tall enough and there's enough a, a room around it that there's no um uh obstructions for view it's a very good spot right so you're at the washington uh observatory 
Or I guess, well, yes, I guess it, West Virginia then. You can just it, say West technically, Virginia. Technically, but I mean, Washington, D.C. is very close to West Virginia, so we could we just call it the Your Washington team is the Wizards. Well, they were the Bullets for a long time. Oh, sorry. Your team is the Bullets, and now you're not a basketball fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I only cheer for the Bullets. I, back, I, you know, if they ever do a retro jersey night, I'm on board. But uh, Wizards, Ugh. fantasy, give me right. reality and stars. Where is the basketball team with a scientist as their mascot? Oh, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. There's, uh, there's a couple of teams that are like the Comets. Or the meteors. I like that kind of stuff. The sun. The rest of it, like the suns, the Houston Rockets. I like all these things. Uh, But (laughs) But uh, the Orlando Magic. I mean, come on. Oh, yuck. No, I don't like it. Give me a break. Grow grow up is right. Live in the now. Now, you found uh, one of the newer astronomers. Was she an astronomer herself? I keep interrupting myself here, but that's fine. She was, yes, uh, she was. She was new to our facility and quite, uh, you know, new to the game, but she'd been doing it a few years. Right, one of your newest astronomers, Cecilia Adams, dead in the lab. She had been working in the lab late one night. Oh, I know that song! It is my worst <laughs> instinct on this show whenever we talk to anyone related to science whatsoever. It's been a very long uh, argument I've had about that song for years, that the song, the Monster Mash, Hmm. is a song about the dance, the Monster Mash. Mm -hmm. That song is not the Monster Mash. I see what you're saying. I was working in the lab, and they did the Monster Mash, but this is a song about them doing the Monster Mash. This song is not the Monster Mash. But can I raise you this? Maybe the Monster Mash is a dance. The Monster Mash is like a move you do yeah. that yes, you could do to the if, Monster Mash. If they were doing the dance and I saw it, and then I wrote a song about it, they were not dancing to the song that I'm currently you know singing. That's true as well. That is true. So if it's a it's a song based dance like uh, Soldier Boy's song, or the tw- or, or the, the twist, twist, or anything, yes, anything with instructions, it, you need an original M- Monster Mash track that they were. Doing the steps. They were dancing. Too. They so were maybe doing somewhere the out there. There is. There's a spooky version that tells you step by step what to do with your arms and legs in time to the music. Absolutely. Maybe it's uh, the Frankenstein it, run. Whoa. It could be. I could, it could be. very well be. I missed the Transylvania twist. <laughs> Whatever happened to it, huh? <laughs> uh, after working in the lab late one night, she died. Yes, she was found. We found. I found her the next day at work. So sometime between the janitors leaving at around yeah. two or three in the afternoon and us coming in around five, I assume that's. I assume that's when this must have happened because the janitors, as far as I know, did not find anything. Beep, 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 oh, we're getting another call. Can I merge this in? Absolutely. Uh, hello, hello, <gasps> Almar. Hello, hello. Hi, Almar. Hi, it's it's me, Alphonse. Oh, it's I'm my, on the screen. Roll my lens. I need to one second. No, you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. see, he's very good. Clean he's not. Very good at cleaning. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, oh wow. <laughs> Immaculate. He squirted it with some cleaning solution and then wiped it with his hand. <laughs> yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's got very clean hands. Very, very clean, clean hands. hands. Very clean. Yeah, so you are Helmer, the janitor at the observatory. Yes. Uh, hello, I'm Griffin. Hello. What uh, what brings you here? <laughs> they told me to uh, clean up this show. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
No, I'm calling on the police told me to. Oh, the police informed you that these two young amateur sleuths were trying to crack a murder? <laughs> yes. And they've done so well on so many cases. They said, call in with them and uh, join in, join in, and, and you're likely to uh, get a resolution. So I said, okay. Well, so, so, uh, so Halmar, I'll, get, I'll keep you up to speed. I told them that, you know, I found that body, uh, Celia's body there, oh, yeah. uh, that when we came in oh. around uh, at work. Yes. But, but you guys had left around two or three two? in the afternoon the day before. Mm-hmm. So two o'clock. Okay. So you didn't see, did you see Celia at all? Yes. Working. Whole day through. She keeps working the whole day through. Yes. So she's very, very intent on uh, finding her ring. She kept saying, I need to find a ring. I know it's there. She kept saying it. And so she was uh, working meticulously and she wouldn't let us clean the lens. We came up, we said, let us just do a little scrub on the lens. I have very clean hands. I promised her. I told her I have very clean hands. Let me just get up there and I'll just do a quick. And she said, there's no time. I need to find a ring. I know it's there. I'm desperate for a ring. And I said, yeah, that is, you and me both. Is, I'm looking for That is exactly what she sounds to like. Propose. Yeah. yeah. That's very much what she sounds like. Uh, she, uh, Helmar does an incredible impression. It's just my normal voice. Oh, man, it's very good. Very good. Don't sell yourself short. Well, it was a bit frustrating. So there was many areas we couldn't clean. We couldn't go near her notes. She was being very particular. And nobody's normally there. We normally have free reign. We like to play the music. We dance around. We do a week sweep. Dance around? <laughs> yeah. You ever dance with a broom? You dance with a mop? It's so incredible. It's, it's, you're getting a job done. You can also put little wet wipes on your feet, and you can kind of shuffle around oh, yeah. like that way as well. So it's, uh, no we like to it have takes fun. you guys so long. <laughs> We get there about 6 a.m. It takes us till 2. We're cleaning all of maybe three rooms. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we only have about five rooms at the observatory. One great big one. And then, of course, the men's and ladies' bathrooms and the entrance to foyer and maybe a couple of offices here and there. And that's it. Yeah. It's a great job. It's pretty well the best job you could have. And you worked your way up from high school? Oh, yeah. You start in elementary school, the most puke. And then you, well, you could do public pools. You work there. There's a lot of puke there as well. And then you work your way up. You get into high school. There's a lot of puke there as well. Then you go to the sick ward. <laughs> well, oh, I hear hospitals are the worst for that. I hear hospitals of... are just a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you have to clean up the chili contest, the annual chili contest. <laughs> you have to sweep that one up. A lot of puke at that one. And then you finally arrive. Um... At the Pinnacle, which is the cleanest place ever, and um, an astronomer's uh, dome. Yeah, the observatory is, uh, like I said, it's very few rooms, one great big room, uh, and you can pretty much uh, clean the whole thing up in a, no time. But yeah, you make it fun. That big room, I think, would be the hardest of the bunch to clean. We take have the most time. Big, big ladders, huge ladders, big teetery time, uh, ones in the A shape, and they're kind of wobble back and forth. But uh, we have each other to hold the bottom. And then the other one gets up there with a big, long, kind of extended broom. Like, you know those things you used to chop the trees off of? The branches off of the trees, and it extends right. oh, the yeah, pole. Oh, with yeah, with the rope, you yes. pull the rope on yes. it. And it yes, 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 yes. You have, a, you have a mop like that? We have a mop like that that extends. And then you pull a rope, and it releases out into the air, sort of misting. And then you s- use it, and you scrub up on, up on the big walls as well. And I am wow. from Iceland. <laughs> 
Oh, I was going to ask. Yes. <laughs> I need to tell a lot of people that when I first meet them. I'm very ambiguous. Well, Halmar's not a, a North American name, I would say. Halmar's yeah. clearly European. Yes. What city? Reykjavik. Oh, nice. Oh. The biggest one. They have but, a very nice observatory there. Uh, it's small, but it's so. Uh, thank you for saying that. It's one guy telescope. <laughs> well, I liked it when I saw but it. I it's thought it was great. Beautiful. It's his house, and he's very good at what he does. But with a beautiful landscape like that, it can be tempting to point the. Uh, you know, you tilt down a little, all of a sudden you're seeing waterfall, you're seeing glaciers, you're seeing all of this uh, lovely nature. There's no incentive they to point never. it to the sky. Oh, he would. <laughs> well, it is interesting. Your your focus is down. You're a man who just looks at the ground intently. And you're a man who looks up, but yet you get along so well. <laughs> well, different perspectives make for great friends. That is so true. I love tennis. Dan, I like pickleball. <laughs> the two most opposite sports there are. <laughs> yep, complete opposites, nothing in common whatsoever. Now, are you saying that when you left the building at two, Celia was still working? Yes, in fact, she told us to leave. Oh, oh what were no. you doing? She must have been. She must have been onto something if she wanted her space. She said, "I'm close." Good. Uh, it's a pay, maybe a space joke in there somewhere. But anyways, she says she's close. And then um, she said, get out. And she said, he'll be here soon. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Who's she coming? So was, someone, so was someone coming in that you knew of? We didn't see them when we left, but she was certain he was coming soon. And if she... you were close to a discovery, Dr. Martin, is there someone you would call to verify it? Uh, I would verify it afterwards. I wouldn't verify it. Before. I wouldn't call somebody in going, I'm going to find something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I, would, I would call them in after I found the thing. But maybe uh, she so, was so confident in her ring. Maybe she well, knew. Maybe she knew. Maybe she didn't. I, I can't imagine who would have come by before the discovery if she was really onto something. That's that's a very odd. That's a very odd statement. I'd I would think well, I would not call someone in before I found a thing. Anyone else that you'd want to be there maybe for just a discovery and, and like a celebration maybe. Or just a second set of eyes on it to make sure mm. you actually saw a thing and not a smudge. Yes. Oh boy, I've been there. <laughs> oh yes, I don't call you that, but I know you hate that nickname. Oh, Let it die. I appreciate it, Almar. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. We all have nicknames we want to escape, like Puke Shoe. Oh, you were I would Puke never Shoe? call you that. No. Oh, Helmar. Oh, it was I've an example. That could be anyone. I've got Is it because you thought you found a moon, but tomorrow. really it was just a shoe covered in puke? Water cooler talk tomorrow. Everyone's going to know. Okay, be nice, please. Be nice. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. But either way, Celia sounded excited that someone was coming in. It was part of it. She said, I'm close and he'll be here. You must go. You have to go now. And I said, I haven't changed urinal cakes. And she said, get now, go now. So, sorry about that. Oh, so Dr. Martin, uh, you had to deal with crusty urinal cakes in addition to this death. Well, I, I, to be honest, it never occurred to me that they were crusty. I always thought they were moist, and I thought there's no way something moist could be crusty. So, it's, you know what? It's never occurred to me. I've never noticed it before. If you skipped changing urinal cakes, Almar, I've never noticed. Well, we'd like to do it once a day. Oh, that's great. Keeps it fresh. That's why they're always moist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like to I like to get them started. Get them started. Pee on them.
Oh, okay, I see. That's it, though. That's what you don't want. Just that's a crusty... the champagne smash. <laughs> yes. The inaugural well, I'd voyage. I'd have to check the. I'd have to check the. Uh, the. I mean, we all sign in and sign out. Uh, punch in, punch out with our little ID cards. I don't mm. know if there's a record of somebody coming in after mm. you guys left. But she could just. It's not something I check. Could she open the door for them? I mean, it would be registered on the security system if she did. Oh, right. You have access? I assume you amateur sleuths, I assume the amateur sleuths have access to our video surveillance system? You you assume so much, and I hate to let down an astronomer or a, a top-of-his-game janitor. But no, we, we don't have access. No. It would be one of you who has access, no? A but the police, the... Told, the police told Halmar to call in, so they must think you have... All sorts I, of stuff to I offer. I think Halmar was probably just bugging them. They were like, oh, go go talk to those guys. Oh, so you're not reputable at all? We're on the Sonar Network. The witch? Yeah. <laughs> you like a sonar, maybe. That's kind of similar to space. No, I guess more submarine water. stuff. But... I mean, we have used sonar occasionally really? to find larger objects okay. in space. Send yeah, radio sound, waves. The sound comes back. Radio waves and sound waves travel and bounce. So, so I'm not, not, so not unlike sonar. So what you're saying is this is just broadcast into space and no one can hear it? No, people can download it. From space? If you want it. I bet Chris Hadfield could find a way. Oh, you think he listens? Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris oh, yeah, Hadfield. Just in case. Hello, Chris Hadfield. Thanks Hello, for listening. Hello, Chris Hadfield. Wow, big fan. Hello, yeah. Chris. I shook his hand once. Really? Oh, what was it like? Yeah. What's his hand? Soft, oh, hard? Oh, great handshake. You could tell he plays guitar. Just a <laughs> hell of a handshake. And uh, it was by accident, of course. I was trying to shake someone else's hand, but I ended up shaking Chris Hadfield's hand. So it was pretty cool. How'd that happen? It's just a huge party in the dark. Uh, Lights yes. are off. You know how it goes. Sure. And the hands come out. Who knows who's getting That's right. shaken? You never know. We get invited. Well, can sometimes. we pull it up now? Do either of you? Ha- are you there with access to the footage? Uh, I uh, um, I can I can try to look it up. I mean, I I just have my computer here at the desk. Of course, I, the security people would have it down at their desk. Yes, I'm in the office. Let me go check. It's during the oh, day. Here. Let me go. It's nice of them to let you use their office for a podcast. Well, they said hop on. Yes, use the Wi-Fi, connect, and I plug in my iPad. Great. Okay, Harry, I can carry it to the other room. Here we go. Look at this. Let me rewind. It's on a VCR. Okay, so oh, she's dead. She's dead. Those. We're rewinding. Still dead. She's still, still dead. dead. She's still, still dead. dead. Oh, still there dead. you oh, are. She's up and moving around. Yeah. No, you're discovering oh, her. And now, yeah, back. Oh, you're back and they're moving around. And who is this man? Pause and look. Who is this man? Who is that man? Have I seen that man? Have you seen that man? I've never seen him in my life. He said, look how tall he is. Yeah, we're looking at a... He's close to seven feet. Yes. Sombrero. He's got a... <laughs> he should have been easy. To, the security people should have seen that. The police should see this footage. They should find this very tall seven-foot man in a sombrero. And uh, we're talking seven feet below the sombrero. The sombrero oh, only that, adds the sombrero more. adds another t- at least hat. 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah, it's a three-foot sombrero. It's unbelievable. I don't know if I've ever he seen him. He bonked his head on the door. <laughs> I've seen somebody. I've seen a man in a car drop Cecilia off at the lab, at the uh, at the observatory <sighs> How before, tall was the car? But- <laughs> I, I, I don't know. The car seemed yeah, regular like car height to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, regular car height, but I never saw that guy get out of the car. So she must, maybe it was a boyfriend? Oh. But look, he bonked his head on the 
on the... <gasps> he poked his head on the telescope. It's swiveling all around. All of her work. Oh, so perhaps... Ruined. Whoa, look at her. She's super mad. She is so mad. Look how and look how her hands oh, are flailing around. The hat. She's grabbing. <laughs> she's hitting him right in the hat. <laughs> oh, oh. She's going to knock his hat off. Well, he's retaliating and oh. Oh, no. She fell into the... She fell into the counter and... A pen in her chest. No. Oh, well, that's where your pen went, I guess. Well, no, I, I found it. If I dropped it and found it, but she was face down when I saw, so I never saw the pen in her chest. You oh. said, yeah, you said there was nothing gross at all. There was nothing gross at all that I could see, but I didn't touch the body. I didn't roll her over. She was on her stomach when I saw her. He's oh, freaking he's crying. out. It was an accident. Oh, he's very oh, sad. No, he's so sad. Oh, look. A tiny jewel jewelry box fell out of his pocket. <gasps> he was her going to ring. propose. Oh! <laughs> oh, this sucks! Oh, this poor man and woman. Oh, their lives are ruined. It's, well, especially hers. Yeah, <laughs> but mostly for, But hers. he was going to propose and he ended oh. up ruining her research. He's scrambling. I mean, He's... we're making, we're oh. jumping to conclusions here. I'm sure the police will find out what's going no, on. No, this is it. This is what happened. He's getting into that rocket. Oh, he's so sad. He's a blasting off. That's where our rocket went. <laughs> there oh. he goes. Oh, no. Have you ever felt so well, sad? Well, now they'll you... have to search space for him. Well, that's not my job. I mean, you're, yeah, you're the man for the job. You've got oh, the telescope. Keep... I will look up for all the rest of the days of my life to hunt down Celia's killer. Look for that he sombrero. Shouldn't be hard to find. Shouldn't be hard to find. That rocket was not truly space safe, and he's probably just floating in the ocean somewhere, if not dead in space by now. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. It was the guy. <laughs> wow. It was the boy, Celia's boyfriend. Did you it. ever get a name? No, I never got his name. Celia's boyfriend, the seven-foot-tall man with a love for Mexican culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it sounds like it was an accident. Yeah. She got upset. He accidentally bonked that telescope <laughs> with his big head. Well, yes, his head's too big. He got Absolutely. into a rocket and died himself, probably. Oh, just couldn't take it. Ended it all after ending Celia's life. A murder-suicide. In a way. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know the terms. <laughs> you got excited. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it happen on the movies. I've seen Columbo a few times. <laughs> and one more thing. Where's that giant rocket? <laughs> we can track it down. I know we can track it down. Uh, I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song, Mary Jane Schumer for our art. If you have a suggestion for a murder, killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on Instagram and see... The much-talked-about screenshot. That's Killed to Death Podcast. Or you can follow us over on X at K2D Pod. Um, that's it for me. Steve, we've already talked about this a little bit. We already mentioned it, so grow up. It's uh, Griffin and Steve Guess the Movie. And it's a show where we play a movie guessing game with each other. And you can listen on Sonar Plus. So if you're an Apple Podcast listener, go check it out. And if you love movies, all the better, because you can play along at home. A lot of good space movies out there. That's true, and it, and a few of them have even probably come up on the show. I know Moon was mentioned in one ep. 
That's true. And Transformers 3, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that gets in space, but... Probably. At least some of it is, right? If they find the Transformers on the moon. They find them on the moon? I think so. I think that's, that's what awesome. the movie is. is like Spoilers. 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 <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> yeah, I think they like finally look at the dark side of the moon and they're like, oh, crap, a bunch more of them. Oh, crap. An album. And we are also still here. <laughs> Not also still here. And we're about to say goodbye to Dr. Alphonse Martin. Uh, Alphonse, what would you like people to check out? Oh, I only recently started listening to the podcast in general, so I so I could figure out what this was I was doing today. Uh, but I, I I've started listening to a podcast on the on the network you're on, the Sonar Network, oh. called One Dollar Words. It's called One Dollar Words. It's hosted by Nugnar Gang, and uh, most of the interview podcasts I've heard are just boring, just two white guys talking. And so, oh. um, uh, what yeah. I've added, uh, or what uh, I've I've enjoyed this podcast quite a bit one because the guy. host. <laughs> Yes, he's just one white guy with a variety of other uh, guests. Uh, but uh, he's added this twist of uh, secret words. So the host gets five secret words and the guest gets five secret words, all chosen at random. And then uh, they try and get the other one to say them. So if the host gets you to say his words, he gets a dollar per word. But if you say, if he get, you get him to say the words, you get a dollar back. So upwards of $5 is at stake on this podcast. It's quite thrilling. How do, how are they chosen? Is there a third party who gives the words to each other? There's a random website generating the words, and uh, uh, I thought it'd be fun tonight if I, uh, during my uh, podcast recording here, if I went to that website and grabbed five words and hopefully led you guys to say some of those words while we were Did playing, it work? Uh, doing this today. I got you to say a couple. I did get you to say a couple Whoa, of things, uh, which is pretty great. They? Oh, they were all pretty. Uh, one of them was, uh, I kept saying laboratory, and then one of you corrected me to say um, uh, observatory, which was one of the words. Whoa. So I was very thrilled about okay. that. Uh, but I kept saying lab, hoping you'd correct me. And you did. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm tricky. <laughs> and then um, the, uh, the other one. Uh, was uh, the other one was uh, I did I, there's like three I didn't get you to say I tried to get you to say fish I tried to get you to say dance those didn't work very well oh, but, but, um, dance uh, well, we talked about dance, talk about dance. Oh, I think actually so, yeah, the janitor what I'm said dance you, what I'm saying yeah the janitor did say dance that's true I don't think it was Griffin or Steve but uh, basically you guys owe me two bucks <laughs> And that's the joy of $1 words on the Sonar Network. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, some fantastic guests already. Yeah, yeah. Colin Mockery was just on. Um, upcoming in the future, we have, uh, well, by the time this comes out, we've had, uh, there's been um, uh, Ann Pornell from the Great Canadian Amazing. Baking Show will be on. John Cattucci, famous Food Network guy up here in Canada. And I am dropping a hint here. Uh, I think we've got Will Sasso coming up, uh, wow. I believe. Um, That's a big uh, so, hint. Try and figure out it, who he's talking about. Yeah, try. Who am I talking about? Uh, Will, Will, of course, plugging his podcast where uh, called Dudesy, where they have an AI run the podcast for them, and it's just getting creepier every episode. It's fascinating as a scientist to listen to that show. Well, hell yeah. Check out the Sonar Network and all the great shows on there, but especially this week, $1 Words. $1 Words. In terms of me, when global warming prevents us from having a, a fully cold winter mm. keep your stick on the water mm -hmm. 
Kill to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Mary Jane Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Kill to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.